You don't have to break the bank for Valentine's Day. Hey, good morning. I'm Rock 107's Prospector. Last month, Applebee's announced a date night pass. Now, the cost is 200 bucks, but it would give you $30 off your next 52 visits over the next year. That could be worth more than $1,300 in savings. If you eat at Applebee's a lot, I'm sure it's worth it. The initial run sold out in seconds, but don't worry. Applebee's took notice. They're making another 1000 available due to the, quote, amazing interest in these things. This time, they're selling them through a lottery, but you still need to act fast. You can register for that lottery drawing at Applebee's website through tomorrow. And if your response to that is sweet, just in time for Valentine's Day, you really ought to pay attention to today's list of the top five questions to ask yourself before taking your date to Applebee's for Valentine's Day. Here we go. Number five, since it's Valentine's Day, should I spring for someplace fancier like Panera? Top five questions to ask yourself before taking your date to Applebee's for Valentine's Day. Number four, if I tip extra, will the server arrange the crispy cheese bites into a heart? Number three, am I ready for her to say, haha, funny, now where are we really going? Top five questions to ask yourself before taking your date to Applebee's for Valentine's Day. Number two, should I wear my extra nice tank top? And the number one question to ask yourself before taking your date to Valentine's Day at Applebee's is, is this why I spend most of my nights alone? There you have it. Breaking the news that's already broken. It's time for Prospector's Briefs on Rock 107. California began releasing beavers into the wild. Watch what happens in the new reality show, The Kardashians Go Camping. One in four CEOs will replace workers with artificial intelligence. Fortunately, I'm safe since being a radio host doesn't require intelligence. The Philadelphia Eagles have been tapped to play in the NFL's first ever game in Brazil. New York Jets fans are hoping their team is also sent to Brazil, but forced to stay there. Making sure breaking news stays broken. Tune in tomorrow for Prospector's Briefs on Rock 107. Do you know what you're going to be doing August 31st? I think I just found out what I'll be doing. Good morning. I'm Rock 107's Prospector, and my wife wants to go on a cruise this year. She's talked about it. we got to go on a cruise. we got to save some money to go on a cruise. But I just heard that Princess Cruises is bringing back the Love Boat experience. So once my wife Tara hears that, I'm sure we're going to be booking. That's right. If you ever dreamed of sailing on the Love Boat, this is as close as you're going to get. I mean, who needs a dream vacation in the Bahamas when you can sail with Gopher and Doc? Am I right? <laughs> Look, they're iconic characters, and now you can spend seven days at sea with them. Doc, Gopher, Isaac the bartender, and Vicky Steubing. I'm just picturing the ship's bar with Isaac serving drinks. Gopher probably getting lost somewhere on the ship, too. Gopher, we're in the middle of the ocean. Why are you in the engine room? But wait, there is a little hiccup. Gavin McLeod, who played Captain Steubing, unfortunately passed away in 2021. So who's steering the ship? Just let Gopher take the wheel? All right, Gopher, you've been lost in the engine room long enough. Time to steer this puppy. Then there's Julie McCoy, the cruise director, played by Lauren Tews. She's not part of the cruise. And she's 70 years old now. I mean, she's probably like, I've had enough of cruises. I'm going to stay on land. Thank you very much. Or maybe she's like, I'm not doing it unless you let me be the captain. I've earned it. Seriously, though, they're having meet and greets, photo ops on the cruise. So you can maybe meet Doc and get a prescription refill during the photo op. Like, hey, Doc, can you get this prescription filled for me? Thanks, dude. And get this. They're doing vow renewal ceremonies officiated by the cast. 
I can just picture Doc as the minister. Dearly beloved, we're gathered here on the love boat to renew these vows. And if anyone has a map, please give it to Gopher. He's lost again. The real question is, why vow renewals? It's like, hey, we've been married 25 years. Let's renew our vows with the cast of the love boat as witnesses. I can see it now. Isaac raising a toast at the ceremony to love, laughter, and not getting lost in the engine room. Gopher, where are you? So mark your calendars for August 31st through September 7th. The boat sets sail out of New York City, stops in New England, all over the place, and in Canada. I can already hear Gopher making an announcement. Ladies and gentlemen, we're about to talk in Canada. If anybody sees Captain Steubing, tell him to meet us at the buffet. We're having poutine. I mean, really, where else can you get lost at sea with your favorite TV characters? Just remember, if you hear someone yelling Gopher from the ship's deck, don't worry. It's probably just Fred Grandy hoping to be recognized. Bon voyage. You know what today is? Are you aware? Good morning. I'm Rock 107's Prospector. Today is Fat Thursday. Or as I call it, Thursday. And Fat Thursday is celebrated the Thursday before Ash Wednesday. Still don't care? Well, this Fat Thursday celebrates the tradition with the eating of donuts. And that makes me want to sing. It's Fat Thursday. It's time to eat. It's time to clean my plate. Today's the day I get to stuff my face. I don't care if I gain some weight. I'll take some Ozempic, then I'll eat a cake. It's Fat Thursday. It's Fat Thursday. It's Fat Thursday. Life's pretty tough right now. There's plenty of bad news, but it's not all bad. It's time for the brighter side of Prospector on Rock 107. A woman in Canada just got her mom's wallet back 40 years after it was lost. Some guy was doing work at a storage unit and found it in the air ducts. It still had everything in it, including the daughter's birth certificate. Thanks. We needed that. The brighter side of Prospector on Rock 107. You're doing it all wrong. Probably. Good morning. I'm Rock 107's Prospector, and I've been learning a lot about the things I do wrong while doing laundry from a TV host called Noah Michelson. He hosts the HGTV show The Laundry Guy, and from him, I learned I was using too much detergent. Yeah, evidently, you only need a tiny amount, nowhere near that the uh, amount bottles tell you to use. I guess the people who manufacture and sell detergent have a vested interest in selling you detergent, so they encourage you to use way more than you need. Like even one of those pods is too much. But that's not all. You also have too many choices. Yeah, washing machines have all sorts of settings, like hand wash, eco, heavy duty. New ones might even have specific cycles for jeans or baby clothes, and probably a setting for intergalactic space dust removal. I mean, I just want clean clothes. I don't need a science experiment here. But the laundry guy says you don't need all of those options. Just always use the express cycle. Noah says it's the only setting he ever uses, warm water and express cycle. Quote, it's long enough to get your clothes clean, but short enough not to cause any damage. Longer cycles like heavy duty can cause more wear and tear on fabrics than a cat with a ball of yarn. So you end up having to replace your clothes more often. I mean, who knew your washing machine was the culprit behind your tattered undies? So why do all these other settings even exist? Well, he says they used to be useful. But detergents, fabrics, and washing machines are so much better now, we don't need them anymore. They only exist because we were creatures of habit. 
If you've always done your laundry on the heavy-duty setting, you probably won't buy a new washer unless it's got that setting, too. We're emotionally attached to our laundry routines. I've been using Delegate since 95. I ain't changing now. What's the matter with you? Who knew a laundry could be such a dramatic affair? I'm just waiting for the spinoff show, The Folding Guy. Ladies and gentlemen, grab the kids, call your neighbors, and gather around the radio. It's now time to announce the winner of Prospector's Jam Bag of the Day, as decided by you at rock107.com. We uncover the most baffling, ridiculous, pathetic, cockeyed, laughable, preposterous blunders in the world of misdeeds. Nominee number one. Just a reminder, if you're going to do something illegal, maybe don't call attention to yourself. Cops in central Indiana received multiple reports last week about someone shining a laser at planes near a small municipal airport. The latest report came in on Saturday, so a cop drove out to the airport to see if they could figure out who was doing it. No luck at first, until the cop was driving around 20 minutes later, when the idiot who with the laser decided to shine it directly at the cop's patrol car. The guy's name is Christopher Clem, and he's 49 years old. They pulled him over, found two lasers in his car. They also found drugs. He had crushed up painkillers and meth with him, and they also found a gun in his car. They arrested him on drug charges and for pointing the laser at a public safety officer. Because of the gun, all the charges were enhanced, so he could face an even stiffer sentence. Nominee number two. You don't see this every day, and thank God for that. A man was arrested after walking through traffic, swinging a samurai sword, and screaming. On February 4th, multiple 911 callers reported a man armed with a sword who was walking through traffic. Police say the man continued towards a Walmart parking lot and was screaming and threatening to hurt people. The man entered the Walmart just as cops got there. Officers immediately began evacuating the Walmart and quickly located the man. Police say the suspect then surrendered. Aside from the samurai sword, he also had a five-inch knife in his pocket. His name was Ravi Saxena, 43 years old, and he was charged with felony harassment and displaying a weapon. No injuries were reported during the incident. And the winner is... The guy who shined a laser at a cop car and was caught with methamphetamine. You are the Yam Bag of the Day. And we'll move on to Friday's Yam Bag of the Week competition. Keep it here for all the nominees for Prospector's Yam Bag of the Week, Friday morning on Rock 107. Thanks for listening to Prospector's Prime Cuts podcast. Be sure to catch us live weekdays from 5.30 to 10 a.m. on Rock 107 or online at rock107.com or the Rock 107 app. A free download for your Android or iPhone. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, or wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss Prospector's Prime Cuts.